You are now listening to the Bulls and Queens podcast, where we have sexy fun exploring the lifestyle and swinging exploits of black bulls, queens of spades, cuckold fantasies, open relationships, seductive interracial encounters, and other kinky shenanigans that are sure to get you off in a very good way. So get ready, ladies, and make sure you take notes, gentlemen, because here is your host, that super sexy, bald black man candy, Doc Chocolate. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and I don't know why I keep on saying boys and girls, because if you're under 18, you shouldn't be on here. You need to be watching a rerun of Sesame Streets. But that being said, you have reached Bulls and Queens, the podcast, and I am here with a special guest, and I will introduce her in just a moment. But before you guys and ladies get started listening to this interview, I want y'all to go ahead and grab yourself a nice cup of joe, nice cup of coffee, kick up your feet, have some fun, and make sure you leave me a god dang review on Apple Podcasts. Leave me a five-star review, even if you hate my guts. Please leave me a five-star review and say, hey, I hate dark chocolate's guts. All right? That being said, you guys, I have... The one and the only, the awesome and the very lovely Venus Cacoldris on the podcast. And so let me go ahead and give a quick introduction of who she is. If you haven't heard of her, which I doubt very many of you don't know who she is. But anyways, I'm going to be just a little bit professional today. So Venus is a full-time podcaster, blogger, and an advocate for loving cuckolding relationships. Her show, The Venus Cuckoldress Podcast, has quickly become one of the top podcasts in the world, thanks to her infectious enthusiasm and her genuine passion for cuckolding. Through her work, she emphasizes the beauty and the complexity of cuckolding relationships, the incredible worth of having an adoring cuckold partner, and most importantly, Venus shows women that they really can have it all. She's also the founder of Venus Connections, which is a private matchmaking service for singles looking for a loving, cuckolding relationship. Venus enjoys writing and has been blogging at venuscuckoldress.com for six years, and she regularly contributes to various magazines and publications. Venus has also been a guest on many podcasts, including Dan Savage's Savage Lovecast, Shameless Sex, and Consenting Adults. Did I give you enough uh, justice in my introduction of you, Miss Venus? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty long. <laughs> hey, that hit me. I was like, shoot. <laughs> I was like, you, you are an all-star. So, <laughs> I am 
truly happy just to have you on there. I mean, I was like all up in your inbox. I was like, hey, Vitas, Vitas, I want you to do an interview with me. Do an interview with me. And you're like, finally like, okay, yes, I'll do an interview with you just to get him out of my inbox. <laughs> I'll just play it. Vitas is great. Like I first heard of you when I was subscribing to podcasts a few months ago. And you were one of the first uh, lifestyle podcasts that I actually subscribed to. And this was literally about four or five months ago, I want to say. And I wanted to learn more about the cuckolding lifestyle. And when I listened to your podcast, I just gravitated towards you. I loved uh, how you were flowing, Venus. I loved how the content that you were providing and all of that. So, uh, but yeah, so let me just, just get into this interview. So the first question to you, Venus, is tell us a little bit about yourself and who you are, how long you've been in the lifestyle and how you first got involved in this cuckoldress and queen of spades lifestyle. Oh, thank you. First of all, I just want to say thank you so much for having me on the show and congratulations on your podcast. I've listened to one of your episodes and I really loved it. I think you're a lot of fun. And this is definitely a subject um, or a category in the podcast that needs to be um, more conversation needs to happen about it. Cuckolding, um, hot wifing, uh, queen of spades, all that sort of stuff. So I'm happy to have another voice out there and welcome. Thank <laughs> you. <regard>. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay. As far as how did I get started in all of this, this started, <clears throat> I want to say, oh shit, how long now? Uh, six and a half years ago, something like that. Fuck time flies. And uh, with the pandemic, I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck year it is. Hey, time flies <laughs> when you're having fun, right? <laughs> so... Yeah, so it started a long time ago, um, but a little bit of a backstory before I found out about cuckolding was I was about 29, 30 when I started uh, reading Dan Savage's column, uh, Savage Love, which if your listeners have not read it, it's so fucking awesome. He is so witty and so but so fucking hilarious at the same time it's such great advice so you have to check him out dan savage i'm a huge fan anyway so he started he i was reading his column and he was talking about non-monogamy and i was like the fuck is this i've only ever known about monogamy i'm like i've never heard of anything else i was you know clearly stuck in a bubble somewhere but um i was just like holy fuck mind blown so after that, I started like learning about uh, swingers couples and I was just like amazed at the fact that they could share the person they love, not just share them, but the person could actually have explore someone else's body outside of their loving relationship. And that'd be like fucking amazing. I was like, this is so great, <laughs> right? Right. So I explored the whole community of swingers as a unicorn, as a single woman. So as you can imagine, I had a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I was always kind of like um, doing it solo. So I had a lot of control over who I fucked and when I was allowed to fuck and what I was doing. I mean, it was whatever I wanted it to be, which is what I really loved. <laughs> and so <laughs> I realized that I wouldn't, wasn't going to be very happy in a swingers relationship because there's so much of this kind of like 
give and take tug of war kind of thing going on where you're constantly negotiating and renegotiating boundaries, limits, and rules. And I was like, nah, I don't want that. Like, <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> but I was like, I'm not going to find anyone who's going to sign up for that, right? They'll let me do whatever the fuck. I was convinced I was never going to find anyone like that. So that I was like, that doesn't exist. And then lo and behold, <laughs> I matched with this guy on Tinder and we started chatting and on my Tinder profile, it says like, I have no intention of being monogamous. And so he must have saw that and been like, oh, maybe she'd be into this. And so we started chatting and then he, he was asking me all sorts of questions about like these other people that I fuck and stuff. And I just thought he was just like some horny dude or whatever, just wanted to hear about it. Right. I was just kind of like, uh, kind of ignored him a little bit. But then um, we started talking about like he started talking about his fantasies and I'd never heard anything like that before where he was talking about like me being able to fuck whoever I want and like whenever I want and loving to hear about it and no jealousy at all. And I was like, the fuck? I was like, seriously like, are you for real? <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Really, honestly, couldn't believe it. I was like, wow. But I didn't understand the one-sided part. I was like, are you sure you don't want to fuck other people and like other women? And he's like, nope. And I was like, okay. <laughs> And so, yeah, it was a huge learning curve for me, but oh my God, did it ever like blow my mind completely. Like that relationship was just, I mean, it, it, I felt like I had finally felt something that really fit who I was. And there's no words to really describe how, what a relief that is. And so it was like an amazing journey for me but I couldn't couldn't believe that like I'd never heard about this after that relationship ended and I was started dating and I was like, there's all these other guys out there who want this. The fuck? I had no idea. And so that's what really inspired me to start writing because I thought, well, if I didn't know about this, then for sure other women don't know about it either. And I just thought, you know what, this is so amazing that I want to share this with other women. And so that was my motivation to write. And it was so funny. I'd never even read a blog before that. Seriously? <laughs> yeah, I never read a blog. And so <laughs> I was like, okay, well, I'm going to write a blog. And then <laughs> so I just, I literally just started writing. I didn't post it any, like I, anywhere other than on my WordPress site. And I don't know how people found it, but people started reading it and everything like that. And so that was like my thing for a long, for several years was was writing about it and then people started to ask me to be a guest on their podcast and I was like are you fucking kidding me I'm not an expert like I don't fucking know I'm still learning <laughs> so, I'm like I'll politely decline and then like they would come uh, come back like a year later and be like we really want you to come on I'm like I'm still not an expert <laughs> and then uh they're like we just want you to share your story and I'm like oh okay okay I can I can do that and so that's how it kind of started I started being a guest on people's shows and then um but I, I never wanted to start my own podcast because I knew how much work it took and I was like I don't even know the tech stuff like I'm looking at mixer boards going like I have no fucking clue what these buttons do <laughs> 
interviewing guests and stuff. I'm like, nah. So I was like, no, I don't want to do that. I didn't want to do it. And um, it wasn't until the end of 2019 where I realized with my blog, I was not actually reaching many women at all. Like it was 95% men who were reading it, which was fine. But I was just like, man, this is not really what I set out to do. So I wasn't sure what I was going to do next. And it was actually this guy on Twitter who DM'd me, who I barely know, who was like, I really think you should do a podcast. And I'm like, no way, that's too hard. And then he sent me this like step-by-step how to start a podcast thing. And I was like reading it going, oh, well, fucking I can do that. And then I literally (laughs) just decided that day I was going to do it. And then five days later, launched my podcast. My girl. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, you know what? I'm going to fucking do this. And of course, the podcast has become like really amazingly popular, which is just like a bit shocking for me, but wonderful. And it's been such a great journey for me. And of course, now I for a year now, I've been doing it full time, quit my day job and and it's like my career. So I'm living the dream. (laughs) I love it, Venus. I love it. And I think it's so beautiful that you were blogging about something that you were passionate about and you wanted to reach women that were just like yourself. And yeah, you reached a bunch of dudes, but (laughs) you're, (laughs) you're reaching the people that need to be reached and everybody has a different story. And I think it's really important for us to all hear about how other people got their start because I was like that too, myself and my wife, when we first got started about five, six years ago in the lifestyle. And, you know, we're like, now monogamy, what is that? You know, and we got into the swinging lifestyle, like, what the hell is that? Really? You can do that? And my wife was the one who actually came to me with that. And oh, wow. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, you just want to fuck other dudes? I was like, shit, I feel kind of bad. Like, my dick ain't good enough for you. <laughs> you know, and uh, Venus, I acted like a little bitch. That was- um, so you started blogging and how long were you blogging again before you started podcasting? I think it was about four years. It's all wow. a bit of a blur, but it was, yeah, it was about four years. I think I'm still blogging on there. <laughs> I actually have people who, who contribute to the blog now as well. And they write some amazing pieces as well. Oh, great, great, great. Are you still looking for people to uh, contribute to your blog? Yeah, of course. Uh, I think it's really great to have other voices chime in in the lifestyle. So I encourage it. Okay, great, great, great. So if you guys are listening to this, uh, guys and ladies, make sure that you go into the show notes to get at Venus. And please, please, please only get at her if you know what the hell you're doing. I mean, don't get at her with some bullshit, throwing her some bullshit, expecting her to publish some bullshit on her <laughs> blog. <laughs> it's being like, Venus, how come you didn't publish this on your blog? <laughs> Venus don't want to publish no bullshit. Okay. Now that wasn't mean, was it Venus? No, that was mean? just straight up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> so anyways, we won't go there. So as lifestyles, we as uh, lifestylers, we often have crazy, shitty, and funny experiences that we all go through at time to times. So, what is one crazy, kinky, crazy, 
shenanigan that you went through in your journey, Venus? I've had so many, um, like really amazing experiences sexually in, well, back in the swinging days, I did a fucking lot, but <laughs> definitely, definitely, um, within this cuckolding lifestyle, because it, you've, as if I wasn't sexually empowered before, but even more now and able to really just go for it. And so there's not a lot left on my sexual bucket list, but um, I have experienced a lot of amazing opportunities and I feel really lucky for that. And for any women listening who have not had that kind of sexual exploration in their life, um, it, you're, you're missing out and it's a real tragedy when a woman is not able to experience that in her life so just go for it honestly just go for it you can be afraid i was afraid in the beginning honestly i was i was fucking nervous um nervous as hell actually <laughs> to meet someone i didn't really know very well and um it's but i got over the nerves you just I just took my time that's all I didn't feel any obligation to do anything and you know what that's the best approach you can have is if you go to an event or something like that is to have no expectations and it, it and so that you know you you go into it thinking nothing you're not going to do anything nothing's going to happen and and that is that's the right mentality um and that's what I did and it helped me feel really comfortable with it um, but with the, with the experiences that I've had in the cuckolding lifestyle, it's been pretty amazing to realize the kind of um, power and control that you have as a woman, <laughs> which is not just about like sharing her as like, she's like your favorite t-shirt you want to loan out to somebody, <laughs> but it's more like um, she is taking uh, the driver's seat. She's sitting in the driver's seat and she's like, you know what, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And I'm going to, in like, I'm going to involve you because I love it and it's fun. And that's like, that is, that's amazing. So yeah, I've had a lot of incredible experiences. I, I won't go into de too much detail about them, but I, I do want to say as far as like experiences go, it's kind of been a, um, they've been really good. And then, then they've been like really shitty as well in that I, I think that um, couples have it really good <laughs> because they, you know, you have your solid relationship to 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 like go back on it when things are rough you can just you know rely on each other and do all that sort of stuff and you don't have to deal with the fucking dating scene which let me tell you has been absolute fucking shit I uh -oh. lost, yeah i lost my partner to cancer and after that i was you know like okay took a long break and then had to look look at dating and I was like this is fucking horrible and it was a real shitty experience what I didn't realize back then um going into it was how much shame and fear uh cucks have or men who identify as a cuck or have cuckold fantasies I should say because a lot of them are scared of that word cuck um they they carry a lot of fear and so it causes them to have really bad behavior like ghosting and flaking and and it's 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 really shitty so um there's been amazing experiences but it's also been a real fucking challenge too yeah and i can only imagine uh what you've gone through because um i can tell you even 
my wife and I, we typically play separately. And so I operate as a bull in the lifestyle. And a lot of times if I'm going out there as a single, I feel objectified. People will message you and just be like, hey, we're looking for a BBC and we're looking for this and that. I'm like, what am I, a fucking animal, a toy? <laughs> like, did you feel that way when you were well, playing okay. as a unicorn? Um, I don't know. I think that, <clears throat> I think for the most part, people in the, in the uh, swinging community were very, um, very respectful and polite. Um, but I will say as like a single woman in the cuckolding lifestyle, I get contacted all the time from single guys who want to use me as their fetish dispenser. And so it's really, it, I understand that because I'm like, hello, like I'm, I don't even know who the fuck you are and you don't even know who the fuck I am. And you clearly don't understand this whole relationship thing. So fuck right off. And so, yeah, but you know, it's just a matter of, they don't, they don't really understand what the fuck they're doing and they're talking about. They don't understand how to approach women in a respectful way either. Can you give us your definition of cuckold yeah. and then get into the shame and fear? Yeah, sure, sure. So um, a cuckold in my mind, and it's so funny because there's all sorts of different definitions. <laughs> and for like the first four years that I was, when I was blogging, or first three years at least anyway, when I was blogging, I refused to read any other blogs. I refused to like research stuff online with cuckolding because I really wanted to write from the perspective of my experience and that's all right like I didn't want to have a bias um, at all uh, because of other stuff that I had read or seen or whatever um, that's changed obviously I've you know explored a lot more um, but it was very interesting because I think of a cuckold as um, in from my experience and so people have all these like terms and they get really worked up about it and stuff like that and there's like stag and cuckold and what the fuck I don't know so for, but for me I mean a, a cuckolding relationship is like a one-sided open relationship where she but it's a gift that you give each other and that's what people don't understand um, it seems unfair because a lot of people who don't understand this relationship, they're like, well, why doesn't he get to fuck people too? Like, what the fuck? It's actually a gift that you give each other and it's so fucking immensely rewarding. And so he is totally sexually faithful to her and romantically faithful to her. And um, but he gives her this gift of sexual exploration with other men. And so she is like given this like amazing gift that women oh very rarely ever would get in their life let me say yeah. <laughs> from a man uh, like no strings attached i'm giving you this gift we recognize that gift as like holy shit that's like that's big um and then you know and in return she involves him in some way and that could be like you know listening on the phone or hearing about it at, when she gets home or you know like teasing him about it beforehand or whatever, how, like him picking out what she's going to wear. It was all, there's all these a thousand different ways of involving him in some way. 
And but she loves doing that. She loves doing that because she loves she sees how much this turns him on. It's a fun little fucking game that is just like it goes back and forth. And so these kind of um, experiences are amazing for both involved. And so this um, this idea that cucks are weak, that cucks are pathetic doormats, that they are beta, that they're wimpy, that they're not masculine is like 100 percent bullshit. I mean, there are some guys out there that are that are more of like a beta personality but i to to stereotype cucks like that is ridiculous <laughs> so in fact cucks because they're able to give their woman the woman they love this amazing gift that takes fucking guts and not only yeah. does it take guts but to be able to process the that kind of angsty feeling that they have, that they love, which they eroticize, which is cuck angst, um, in order to process that in a way that's not detrimental to the relationship, holy fuck, man, that takes some serious emotional strength and bravery. And so, uh, honestly, cucks should be looked up to. And cucks are the most selfless partners ever. And so, I, I'm like, a cuck would be the best partner you could possibly imagine imagine and as a woman in when you're given this gift you are given the gift of you know this amazing loving relationship and the ability to explore your sexuality outside of that with other people basically you can have your fucking cake and eat it too this is a woman a sexually empowered woman who can have it all and that's why i say i'm like on my podcast this is for the sexually empowered woman who wants it all because i'm like hello you can have it all i didn't think you could before this but you actually can all you have to do is ask for what you want and then get what you want (laughs) (laughs) it's a simple concept (laughs) right and and i love the passion that you were just explaining this with uh, venus because you do have a lot of passion and i mean i i could feel it just by the words you're saying but at the end of the day what you said is totally valid because like anybody that's willing to uh let another man have sex with his wife you gotta have some like balls (laughs) yeah because no one no matter what that's gonna produce some sort of angst and so like i and guys can deny the fuck out of that all they want but i'm just gonna say like there is that sort of angst that happens no matter what and you can you can process it easily or you can not and still enjoy that angst and let it drag out and love and love what's on the other side of that angst which is amazing but um that is like a typical reaction and yeah that's not fucking easy it's not not easy for anybody <laughs> and I I first heard the word cuck angst when you were interviewing uh, your friend. The uh, uh, you have a friend who's a cuckold gentleman, and you were interviewing him, and he was the guy that I guess he won the the small dick competition at the at the gay bar, I think. Was and- that not hilarious? <laughs> Hey girl, I had to listen to that three times. I was, I was, I was working out listening to that, and I was cracking the hell up. Shoot, you almost made me drop the the bar on my chest. But anyways, so tell 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 everybody what cook angst is. Yeah, actually, the very first time I heard that term was from him. He's been a friend of mine for a very very long time, and he said that angst, and I was like, that's it. That's like this 
real kind of cocktail of emotions. It's literally everything in a bucket. And and it's like, it's, it's uncomfortable, but it's also exciting, (laughs) which is weird. And so (laughs) it's uncomfortable. And yet it's like somewhat of a turn on. And that's why it's really hard for guys who have cuckolding fantasies to come to terms with that because they're like, I shouldn't like this. This should be uncomfortable to the point where I don't want it. You know what I mean? But it's, it's, it's a turn on for me and why the fuck? And so they really struggle with it in their brain, but that's what cuck angst is. And so um, once, once a guy can really process that in uh, eroticize it, which is what cucks do um, once he can do that in a healthy way, and share that kind of angsty energy with his partner. It's so much fun. And it's just like, it's a, it's an amazing boost to your relationship. It really does connect you in a way that I think is so unique to cuckolding, the kind of closeness and bonding and connection that you get when you are trusting each other so much. It's just like, it's, it's next level. And that's why I say cuckolding is love and it's next level love. It really is. So I want to talk about your Venus Connections site. Can we do that? Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you recently started Venus Connections, and that's at venusconnections.com, venusconnections.com, and it's an online matchmaking service. So can you tell everybody, Venus, tell everybody a little bit more about the service? Who is it for? What's the process of person? or people will take joining and what's the experience like becoming a client of yours? (laughs) So it's actually a kind of funny story about how that started because it was not something that I wanted to do. I had always hoped that someone else would do it. (laughs) Uh Oh, (laughs) So, I mean, I had been dating off and on for a while and which I said before is absolute fucking shit. I mean, it is, there are some very unique challenges when it comes to cuckolding dating, very unique. And so, um, and, and it just, it does, it wasn't working. So I was like, Oh, it'd be so great. If somebody could just fucking look for me, you know, God, that would be great. I wouldn't have to waste all this fucking time. And so, uh, <laughs> a friend of mine, actually, it was, uh, someone who supports my podcast on Patreon, Patreon sent me a message and he said, Hey, there's this uh, um, FLR matchmaking service, and uh, I'm I'm in her program or whatever, and maybe it would be good for you. FLR? Yeah, female-led relationship. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so I was like, well, FLR is not really the same exact same as cuckolding, but there's a lot of overlap there, so maybe. So I contacted her, and um, she was like, no, nah, I don't really do kink, but okay, fine. And so I entered her program and it was going okay. And she, she basically like sent a message to all of her, um, her, her guys that she had in her program and asked them, are you interested in cuckolding? And lo and behold, whole bunch said yes. <laughs> and then, um, so that was going great. And then all of a sudden I got a message from her where she was like, I made a mistake. I should never have let you in the program because now all of these guys are sending me their disgusting cuckolding fantasies. <laughs> and I was like, so pissed off by that. Not surprised 
at the bad behavior because I was like, fuck guys, come on. That's just stupid. But so pissed off because that word disgusting. I was like, "Mm, that is like so fucking judgmental and like not cool. And um, so I was mad. And uh, because I thought, you know what, she's probably going to shame the fuck out of these guys now, too, for being interested in in cuckolding. And I thought, oh, my God, if that's the only thing that's remotely available to anybody who's dating, that is shit. Yeah, (laughs) total shit. So I spent like um, two days or three days being mad as fuck, complaining to my friends, saying this is so stupid. I'm so mad. And they were like, well, why don't you just do it yourself? Make it yourself. And I was like, I don't know how. (laughs) (laughs) And then I thought about it and I was like, you know what? Fine. I will. And then like, uh, I think it was a week later I had um, started Venus Connections. So it was not something I really wanted to do, but I really just felt like this has to be done. It has to be done. There was like nothing. There's dating apps. There's kink dating apps and stuff like that. But I was having so much trouble and so so many other women. You would go on there and at least 80% of the profiles have no information. They're blank. Yeah. They have no photo. They have no information. There's nothing. And you're like, what the fuck am I going to do with that? It's like going on Tinder and and all of the profiles being blank. And you're like, should I swipe left? Should I swipe right? I don't know. You know? Uh-huh. Fuck, it's so stupid. So I was like, you know what? Forget it. I don't want to waste my my time on these these dating apps. So a super frustrating experience. So with this uh, matchmaking service, it is a completely private matchmaking service. So there's no public profiles at all. Nobody gets to know who else is in the program. It's completely private. So, yeah. And so it's only the thing is, it's only for single women and single men. I get a lot of couples trying to um, join looking for a bull. And I know that there's a lot of need for that, but I can't take that project project on. I'm not going to. That would be huge. And I can't do that. So this is just for single women who are looking to be a cuckold, just in a loving cuckolding relationship and single cucks. And so... um, for some reason, I've had a lot of married men try to join and I'm like, this is not for you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, those married men are out there trying to creep. Oh, I know. I've come across them so many times. They're pretending to be single. Oh, my God. I'm like, fuck right off. Anyway, <laughs> so, <laughs> so the way the process works is when somebody buys a membership, it's a one time membership fee. They buy a membership and um, they have to fill out a very detailed questionnaire. And I mean, this thing is like going to take you a while. I ask you like everything about you and what you're looking for. And I'm not talking about just kinks. The kink compartment of the of the questionnaire is actually quite small. All I really want to know is what you must have and what is a hard no. Everything else, whatever, is negotiable. So they fill out this long questionnaire, submit it in, and then they start on a three-week educational program. And that's really important because I wanted to make sure everybody is on the same page. But not only that, I've learned a lot about dating over the last several years. And I really needed to um, focus on the men and women to have the right approach because I realized there's this huge fucking disconnect between men and women and the way that we 
enter dating and what we're looking for and want. And so this is the reason why cuckolding when your guys approach women online, it's real fucking shitty. And like, I'm always, always like, you know, you should really not tell me your list of fantasies, maybe ask some questions about me, like, (laughs) (laughs) So, so they do this educational program and they have a time limit where they have to complete it. So they can't take a year to do it. And then after that, they book a one hour interview with me. And that's my chance to really get to know this person. It's like face to face, um, over, over the internet, face-to-face. And, um, and I ask you, I clarify everything. I ask you all sorts of questions, personal as fuck, and <laughs> get to know you. And then after that, um, once we have a match for you, we just let you know. And then we, we um, make plans. We coordinate for a, a virtual date. And those are blind virtual dates. So you don't know anything about that person until you start talking to them. Wow. Yeah. And there are some pretty strict rules other than just honesty in the program. The whole focus of the program is on building a real relationship and that comes first. So the cuckolding stuff gets shelved. And so it's a great approach because you, if you have a date in the program, you already know she lines up with you in the cuckolding. You know that because we figured that out for you. And therefore, you can just get to know her as a real person and see if there's chemistry, you know, real life dating shit. So <laughs> so that's the step that we were never able to get to before this, because guys are so scared to put a picture of themselves out there. They're so scared to tell you anything about themselves. They're so scared of people finding out that they're into this that everybody's on edge, everybody's on guard, everybody's got their little walls built. And, and it's, I mean, how the fuck do you get to know somebody if it's like that? So you can't, you cannot. So in this program, it's really great. We've like smashed all those fucking barriers and you have the opportunity to really connect with somebody. I love that. I love that. And I mean, it, 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 seems, it, it sounds very elite and upscale. And is there a geographic location that uh, the Venus Connection serves or? Yeah. So about, I'd say about 80% of the people in the program are from the U.S. And then the and then Canada and the U.K. would come behind that. And then there are other people from all over the world, just not as many so that's kind of where it's centered is in North America, but we accept memberships from all over and it's still quite new. So we're in the growing stages right now, but it's growing quite quickly. <laughs> and, and I mean, that's beautiful. I mean, because I actually didn't really think about it until just now, but like if you were trying to meet somebody, right? Like, let's say if I, if I just met you, for instance, right? And I'm trying to uh, get in your good graces and whatnot. I'm not going to just come out to you and just be like, um, hey, I like whips and chains. And I like my woman tied up and in bondage with ball gags in the mouth. You know, mm-hmm. that's bullshit. You know, I'm going to try and whine and dine you a little bit and uh, get to know you, have you get to know me. And that makes sense in the cuckolding uh, niche as well. And I like the fact that you're going in regards to the relationship side of things. So uh, that's awesome. So um, venusconnections.com is a place for single 
men and single ladies to go to, right? To yes. Yeah, venusconnections.com. And I did make a page specifically for women on there, which is like what you need to know about this kind of relationship. So it's kind of like a landing spot for women who don't know anything about it because this is so amazing. I have women in the program who have no experience in this, who've just heard about it. And they're like, they were like me. Fuck, this is exactly what would be great for me. And I'm just like overjoyed because that was my whole goal in the beginning <laughs> to reach mm-hmm. these women. So go back around. Yeah, it's exactly full circle there. So um, so these that that landing page is on venusconnections.com. It says what women need to know. And it's basically just like it's actually a few YouTube videos and resources for women who want to learn about it. And that's important because I always tell like uh, guys who are thinking about tell, asking their wife about, you know, this or sharing their cuckolding fantasies. Be very careful where she learns about it because there's a lot of fucked up <laughs> shit online. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot of crazy videos on there. It began with shit. XXX. Yeah, there's some fucked up shit. So she goes there. She's going to be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. So I really do honestly believe that the key to um, having more women join this lifestyle is having women hear about it from other women that is the key (laughs) yeah yeah i definitely can see that venus so all right so you accomplished so much in your journey over these past few years and what what is up for venus this month in january 2022 and the rest of the year uh as we record this so i know that you have two specials that you got going on where uh tell us more about that venus are you talking about cuck week yeah cuck week and you have like a thing where you said um people can help you out with the date oh (laughs) and i gotta hear more about that because i was sharing that with my wife and she's like what Yeah. Okay. So (laughs) this is funny. Um, For last year, for the one year anniversary of the podcast, I wanted to do something really fun. So I did all sorts of like contests and giveaways and everything like that. And the grand prize for last year was uh, whoever won, if they wanted it, (laughs) uh, was to be able to listen on the phone when I'm with my bull because I feel like I've heard from a lot of guys that were like oh my god that'd be fucking so hot <laughs> and so I'm like clearly you want this okay and so this was avail- a contest available for my um, people who support me on Patreon that was so much fun and so for this year for the two year anniversary which is this month um, I was like, all right, well, I need to step it up a notch. And so I am still doing lots of contests and giveaways, but the grand prize, there's two grand prizes this year. <laughs> so um, the, the, the big one that everybody is talking about is uh, that whoever wins gets to help me get ready for a date with a bull. So, and this is, I mean, cucks, we love cucks. This is what they love. They're like, I want to help you. Like, please, you know, let me pick out what you are going to wear and stuff. And so I love that. And so whoever wins is going to be able to help me out with that part, which is so exciting because that's when all that kind of really sexual tension and energy is happening for me (laughs) beforehand. (laughs) 
And then there's Cuck Week. And Cuck Week uh, is a new thing. Like it's starting just this year, first annual Cuck Week, which is at the end of uh, this uh, month. There's all sorts of stuff going on. So if your listeners want to find out about Cuck Week, they can just uh, follow at Cuck Week on Twitter or hashtag Cuck Week. And there's so much stuff happening. And I am going to be recording with Dan Savage again and Dr. David Lay to do a special episode for for that, which I'm so excited. I might die. I'm so nervous. So it's like I'm such a big fan. So (laughs) if you die, we're bringing your ass right back to life, Venus. (laughs) Just stick your big black dick in my face. I'll be like, I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Hey, hey, it's been known to resuscitate women. <laughs> so hey, don't any of y'all try that at home. They're like, oh, big black dicks resuscitate people, do they? All right, CPR, baby. <laughs> you just told me so. All right. So it's been totally, totally, totally awesome talking with you. And you guys need to follow Venus. She, she is such a beautiful woman inside and out. And she has such infectious energy. And I, I've had a total blast on this podcast with you, Venus. And last but not least, I want you to give one piece of key advice to somebody that's wanting to jump into the cuckolding lifestyle and they may not know where to start at. And then also what's the best way to reach out to you? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, for singles who want to get into the cuckolding lifestyle, for sure, just go to venusconnections.com. There is some information there for you where you can kind of learn about it and figure out if it's right for you. Um, but for couples, this is often initiated by the husband and there, that's a tricky kind of conversation. My best advice to every guy out there who is struggling with the idea of bringing this up to his wife is realize that this is very much a gift that you are giving her. Do not approach her as in, I want you to fuck other guys so that I can watch or hear about it. Um, don't approach it like that. <laughs> Approach it with the knowledge and understanding that this is a gift that you're giving her and that she is going to um, accept that uh, that gift and make it hers entirely. So what I mean by that is she will decide what that looks like and how that plays out according to how comfortable she is. Do not pressure the fuck out of her. It's so annoying. So (laughs) if she wants to go slow, you're going to go slow. If she wants to fuck guys who are less attractive than you, that's her fucking her right. She can do that. You're just going to have to sit back and enjoy it. If she wants to fuck guys with small dicks, she's going to do it. Okay, so (laughs) it's going to be whatever the fuck she wants it to be. And it's going to be an amazing ride and amazing journey because. This is one thing men don't understand uh, or they don't think about, they don't consider in the beginning is that when you give your wife this gift, it is an incredible thing to witness her uh, go through this growth, this sexual growth as a woman. You get to witness this. It is amazing. And so you, you get that part of it. And that is the right approach when you're going to talk to your wife, just keep that in mind that. It's all about that and not about you asking her to fulfill this fantasy for you. 
So um, where can people uh, reach me? Venuscuckoldress.com is the website where you can listen to the podcast and read the blog. And then I'm on Twitter almost every day. My handle is at V. Oh, shit. That's what I'm talking about. So thank you, thank you, thank you again, Cuckoldress V, aka Venus Connections, for coming on the interview. So you guys, ladies, make sure that you guys uh, reach out to Venus at her website. So make sure you hit her up at her uh, Twitter, Cuckoldress V. Make sure you go to VenusConnections.com to learn more about her matchmaking services and even enter into it. So, I mean, that's key, you know, in this day and age, you don't want to deal with a bunch of BS and Venus does all the work for you. So, I mean, get with her and then make sure you listen to her podcast at venuscuckoldress.com. Leave her some awesome five-star reviews. Peace and God bless you guys. And we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to everybody's favorite black man candy, Doc Chocolate of the Bulls and Queens podcast. If you would like Doc Chocolate to help you host your next fun and kinky private party, or you want info on his next monthly Las Vegas Bulls and Queens play party, or you'd like to have him pose as a nude or semi-nude model for your next girls' night out or bachelorette party, make sure you go to www.bullsandqueens.com right now and fill out the form on the website to contact Doc. Again, that's www.bullsandqueens.com. Until next time, bulls, queens, and cucks, stay sexy.